You are now entering the breakfast. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Daphne and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. All right. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I am your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. That's right. Yeah. Welcome, Jason, to your house. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, everybody, we are uh, joining you from beautiful, sunny... Oh, what did we decide this was? We, for my husband, we'll, we'll say it's Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. We're, yeah. from, we're, we're broadcasting from Sherman Oaks. Formerly known as Van Nuys. Right, right. But for tax purposes, we're saying Sherman Oaks. It's a long story. I don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> it, every time I tell the story, Kevin treats me like I'm uh, uh, Rose from the Golden Girls. It doesn't make any sense, and we're not going to tell that story right Here now. Here in Sherman Oaks, <laughs> everyone has a woozle doozle. <laughs> Oh, it's true. This is your St. Olaf? Yeah. It's true. So anyway, we're on the border of... I think we're in L.A. Let's just be fair about that. We're or in Minnesota. Yeah, okay. We're in both of them. <laughs> and uh, we're coming to you with our podcast called The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. And, yeah. um Jason, why don't you tell us about... Uh, look, there's a lot of podcasts out there, okay? What, 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 what are you doing? Okay. Well, what we're doing is we're finding stories in the news... Uh, present day, past, historical, whatever, and we're finding the bright side to these kind of tragic events. Mm-hmm. Because um, as someone who is uh, half deaf, mm-hmm. I have often grown up with uh, hardships in life, mm-hmm. and when you're constantly being hit with bombardments from every angle, you kind of have to find the bright side, otherwise you just want to give up. Yeah. And uh, and there's a lot of bright sides to being deaf. Does I, it, I, I imagine there are. I imagine there are. I, I, but it does seem like in the past year or so, since, I don't know, around January 20th of 2017, that we've just been kind of having a bombardment of terrible news. Absolutely. It's gotten way worse than it normally was. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the news media loves a spectacle. Sure. They and... love a tragedy. <laughs> they do and not... our president is nothing if not a yeah. spectacle of a tragedy. But he, he takes the cake. <laughs> And he, and he eats, eats it too. all the cake. <laughs> yep. And then he, he tells... takes two pieces of cake. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> and two scoops of ice cream. That's what it was. Ice cream. But no, not two for you. <laughs> no, you get one. Yeah. Are you president? So it was my husband's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Nick. I know. And uh, we were at his parents' house, and and his mom made a lovely cake. Did he get two pieces? No, no, I got two pieces Ooh. because I'm terrible. But also, <laughs> um, is it actually even worse than you wanted? Because uh, his both of his nephews wanted a second piece of cake, and their dad wouldn't let them, so I let them watch me eat a second piece. Oh. Of cake. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the bright side for me of that party was I got to torture two children. Yeah, was the, there was one time my mom promised me a uh, apple turnover that was in the freezer, <laughs> and my dad didn't know about this, so he <laughs> ate it, and I had a like nuclear meltdown. <laughs> like it's one of the few times in my life that I've had a meltdown. Apple turnover. Yeah. <laughs> Truth be told, though, most of my meltdowns are over food. Oh well, that's, I, yeah. I get hangry. I feel like I'm about to like knock myself out. Right. Um, we're, we're sitting here, and I've got a new mic arm set up, and mm-hmm. I keep angling my head it, towards it. it's dangerously it. <laughs> close to his actual head. Yeah. So you'll probably hear a thud at some point. Yeah, or a readjustment of that particular piece of equipment, maybe. Uh, but anyway, so uh, yeah, so the, what we are doing is looking, we're, we're looking at things that are generally assumed to just sort of be awful, and we're looking at the good spots. You know, we're looking at what good we can take from it, what good we can learn from it, what good came of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and also every week we are going to start with a segment called the bright spot. Yay! Where I since since Jason T. Gaffney is doing most of the real heavy lifting in this show. Okay, he's done all the research. He's he's telling he's going to tell me about some historical event that I really have no idea about. So I thought my contribution was I could come in with the bright spot. And the bright spot is going to be a weekly segment where I find something in the news this week that we can be uh, we can be excited about that we can be happy for. And this week, are we ready? I am. Our bright spot is that President Donald Trump's top public health official resigned. Oh my God! Yesterday, That's amid fantastic. mounting questions about financial conflicts of interest, and I think that that is wonderful. Okay, so Doctor uh, Brenda Fitzgerald resignation. Uh, Brenda Fitzgerald was the uh, head of the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, and it turns out Politico reported. That she's been investing in tobacco companies oh. since she became the head of the Centers for Disease Control. 
Tobacco, for those of us who, who don't know, is the leading cause of preventable death in the world. And our CDC director was investing heavily in tobacco companies. That just, I mean, like, it seemed like a really bad move. Like, someone's going to find it, it out. It seems like a bad move enough that she's now resigned when it came out, yes. Oh, and look, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, it's not schadenfreude, okay? I'm not, exi- I'm not happy when other people are going through miserable stuff. But hypocrisy really gets my, you know, shit going. I cannot, yeah. I mean, awful. First of all, it's, it's, I can't imagine working for that man, obviously. But she's a doctor. You know, she's a doctor and, you know, and a public health official. Um, and just the fact that she was that level of corrupt, that she would be making money off of tobacco companies at the same time uh, as promoting the lack of, or like, cutting back on tobacco use, I just can't even... Well, I, I wonder if, because from what I know of people who smoke, they do it to de-stress, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, although I think not having your lungs functioning is more stressful <laughs> than, than other stuff. Probably. Um, but That's when you need a cigarette, is you're like, oh my god, what am I doing to myself? I need to calm down. Right. It's a vicious so I'm cycle. wondering if, because she was working for him, she started smoking, oh. and then she decided to invest in tobacco because <laughs> she realized how much money she, she was smoking so much. <laughs> I mean, still corrupt. That's yeah, still yeah. a bad plan. I don't know. I, but it's I, like I maybe return on her investment yeah. before she dies of I don't know. Uh, I mean, lung like cancer. Best of luck to uh, that the good doctor, uh, of course. But I'm just I'm happy when when corrupt public officials are found out. It's like the coming out thing. Oh yeah. Right. Like everybody takes the time it takes to come out. Coming out of the closet as whatever is a very personal thing, right? Yeah. But if you are a lawmaker who is actively you know what I'm saying? Who is actively trying to promote laws against gay people, and you're gay, that needs to come out soon. You yeah. know, sooner than later. That's, like, you don't get your own timetable on that. That's a fun coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, here's another one. Oh, uh, yeah, yay. And in a bathroom again. Right. Like, really? <laughs> Anytime the lady doth protest too much. Yeah, thinks, it's yeah, just it's, like, there's something there. At least go to a fucking hotel. Like, really, <laughs> raise this bar. Raise the standard for yourself. You're already trash. You might as well oh, not man. live in a world where you, em- like, embody it, too. <laughs> Or go full forward. Yeah. Go into a dumpster then. Yeah, but we're very open accepting people. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was the bright spot. We got a little we got a little off track on that one, but I love it actually. <clears throat> so um so speaking of bad decisions yeah. like what she made, yeah. today's uh, uh bright side. Yeah, story tell me, tell me about this. So um, we're gonna get into the meat of this thing every week. Jason is gonna tell me a story uh of what happened something that happened in history and I have no idea what it is. And I'm gonna do it to the best of my remembering. Mm-hmm. Um I'm basically gonna go online, I'm gonna find stories, I'm gonna find articles, I'm gonna try to learn it as best as I can. Um there will be holes, mm-hmm. there will be incorrect data. I am not a historian. You are a hole. <laughs> if you ask my husband, he says the same thing. <laughs> they have a weird relationship. Get in here, hole. <laughs> I need to fill it. Uh, I love you, babe. Uh, today's bad decision is brought to you by the well, hole. <laughs> today's second bad decision, because that, was, that wasn't a very well-advised comment. Okay, we are... Oh, oh we're co- recording this? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. Um... It was a great year of marriage. You sure did have a good run, you guys. <laughs> the, um, the the bad decision was the Emu War from Australia. The Emu War. The oh, I thought Emu okay. War. I thought Jared Leto's band went on went like Jared Leto had the band on a rampage. The emu War? No, he's just got an emo band. Oh, an emo band. <laughs> the emo. Emus? Can you imagine the emo war? Their guns would sound like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even fire out. It just kind of spits out. No, just gun. like. Bah. I can't. I would. I would full on fight you, but I'm just so depressed. I'm just. I just. State. What is the point? Yeah, that's the emo war. That was it. So, um, the emu war uh, <laughs> took place uh, shortly after World War One. Okay. All right. So, a bunch of Australian soldiers come home from World War One uh-huh. back to Australia. An emu is an ostrich, right? Basically. Basically, it's like a jacked up ostrich. Oh. Yeah. Like. Scary bird. Really? Like, they are armed and dangerous. Armed? Like, well, well since the war, sure. They yeah. don't have, they only have, like, eight-inch wings, but oh. their feet are, like, razor-sharp claws. Okay. Like, and they'll fuck a bitch up. Okay. They're like, don't come near me. <laughs> They're sure. like little dinosaurs that are they still They are roaming. dinosaurs, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so, like, fucking velociraptors that are less smart. Oh, that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Less smart velociraptors. All right, good. So, they, 
They, uh, I they, guess they're overrunning Australia. Well, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. So basically, World War World War One happened, and all these Australian soldiers come home. Which, by the way, I didn't know Australia was involved in World War One. Well, sure. At all. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I know it was a world war, but like, I just thought they. Sat it wasn't there. like World War One, not minus Australia. By the way, I mean, you, I just, you guys have never pass. heard they of any. They were part of the Commonwealth. They were part of Britain, really. Oh. Yeah. I thought they had already annexed themselves. They might have, but still, strong ties. Okay. Yeah. Also, they had, were you know it was a prison colony initially so i mean yeah. there's some badass dudes down there I, I know i mean that's who i would want on you're my gonna team. have a world war you want the australians i want side. the australians throwing the, full beer cans yeah the and the lesbians those are my two sure those are my two teams that sure. i'm i'm allying myself that's with who fought in world war one for australia was australian lesbians <laughs> solely that was it i mean i'm not saying that they didn't make the war go away because they're that awesome they won but they the basically war. are the ones yeah they won the war so <clears throat> There you go. History for you. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> From the LGBTQ community. Australian lesbians won World War One. Okay. So um, the the soldiers go to uh, come home mm-hmm. and they have no jobs, no money, no food, everything. And, and the, the government's like, oh, well, They shit. only know how to dig trenches now. Yeah, That's basically. all they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um so the the government's like, we're going to make you farmers. None of them know how to farm. Okay. So they send them to the western colony, or okay. western state, territory, province, whatever Australia calls the it. The west. Yeah, the west. Sure. Where, um, like, Perth is. Sure, it's what America did with its weirdos, too. Yeah, of course. Well, oh, well. Send them to the west. Thank That's you for your here. service. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, weirdos. I'm not saying that veterans are weirdos. <laughs> Thank you, weird lesbians, for fighting World War One. You I'm need sorry. to go west now. Uh, yes, all the weird lesbians in Los Ange- er, in America are in Portland now. So there you go. Yeah, por- uh, Portland, Oregon, not Portland, Maine. No. Well, some of them are in Portland. No, Maine. no, not not the real weird ones. Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> I like those. Those are my favorite. Um, so they're in the West mm-hmm. and they suck at farming, which okay. is awesome. They finally kind of figure it out. Okay. And from what humans are amazing, we can do it. We can we can persevere through any thing um so they uh then there's this drought i read that there was a drought okay. i don't know if there really was a drought but i think there was a drought okay only one site said it was a drought okay so we're just gonna go based on that there was a drought there was a drought that is that is the historical fact okay and <laughs> you're welcome history <laughs> so then um yeah we should be clear we're not contributing to history at all um i think we are making well, actually, it better yeah you're right this is if you're doing a report on the emu war i hope that you cite us yeah this will be your only site that you need yeah, this will be the you're, only, yeah. you're good we you're got fine. you we got your back all right um so far all we have is that there were australians <laughs> and they're farming on the western coast of australia that's what we have and there's a drought and jared leto is involved somehow he's such a little emo bitch <laughs> i just can't <sighs> Okay, so anyway, uh, the drought happens, mm-hmm. and the farmers kind of figure out how to do it. They're getting water brought there. Mm-hmm. They're figuring out. It's, it's They're like, woo, we've got this. Then the Great Depression happened. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. And so wheat uh, The stocks, Great Depression? Yeah. Oh. The wheat stocks that, go plummeting. That brings me down for some reason. I know. Well, yeah. Although, you know, the Great Depression sounds like it was kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, we all are in shit. But, but it's kind of great. Yeah, but now it's I can fling shit at people. It's, so. great, it's great. Yeah. And, dep- and depressing. It's like a family reunion. Oh, God. It's great and depressing. Most of my family reunions are really fun. Oh, Oh well, but that makes my family reunion even more depressing. Thanks. Yeah, that's an. Uh... Okay, so All right, so there was the Great Depression, <laughs> uh, and the government said, "Grow wheat, we'll give you subsidies." Okay. They never gave them subsidies. They, they grew wheat, and nobody bought it. And they, oh. yeah. And then to top it off, a bunch of emus showed up oh. because there's this drought, uh-huh. and the emus are like, "There's no food, and there's no water where we are." Oh. And look at this, a bunch of free fucking food and water. Okay. So they start about twenty thousand emus uh-huh. descended upon these farmers. What? Basically eating their crops. Yeah. Creating giant holes in the fences so rabbits could get in now, too. So oh when the emus were oh. there, the rabbits were there. Not eating the wheat, mind you. I think they're just eating the good stuff. Okay. That is selling. And we've already learned about giant holes a little bit today. Yes. The giant <laughs> giant train track, like, holes. <laughs> and, and basically, they, they start eating all uh-huh. the food, right? Okay, sure, yeah. Uh, and Which you can't blame them for. No, they're hungry. I yeah, mean, like and they're just animals. They're stupid raptors. Bitch, gotta eat. Yeah, yeah. So... Twenty thousand bitches gotta eat. You know <laughs> what it's like. <laughs> and then make way for rabbits. 
That's an old story. They're just helping their friend. Yeah, exactly. Rabbits are like, thank you for uh, being a friend. Yeah, oh, hello? Yeah, I'm an emu. Oh. Can I uh, Can I get a quick bite? No. No? No. I'm just going to grab a quick bite. I don't really I'm think you should. Real, real quick, going to grab. I'm, I already that, did. I just, oh, I just oh, took. God damn also, it. Also, here's 20,000 of my friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. And there's so many claws. <laughs> So, oh, we should have done that in Australian accents. Oh, yeah. I can't do that. Though. I can't. I Every accent for me turns Swedish. Yeah. It just happens. It's adorable. We're going to get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> so this right. is one thing that I find uh, really fun. Mm-hmm. At some point in American history, we're going to take a hard left here. Great. Um, an emu got loose in Maryland. Okay. And the officials were like, do not approach the emu. It is one of the most dangerous creatures on the planet. Okay. And you will die. Oh, and, and, like, basically it was, like, don't try to tame it. Don't try to do anything. If an emu comes at you, like, run. run away. Yeah. yeah, sure. Although, They're I don't offered know. some wheat, I think. <laughs> they don't want the wheat. What were they eating? The other crops. Oh. They're eating the good stuff. Oh. So, basically, um, the... Uh, so, offer it some alfalfa. Yeah. No. Oh, I love what, alfalfa what, sprouts. Barley? What are, they, what, are they, what are they growing? I don't know what they're growing. So, let's say alfalfa sprouts. Okay, they're after good. the alfalfa. <laughs> the emus are after the alfalfa. I can't. <laughs> Day, mate. <laughs> After me, tomatoes. <laughs> I guess I went cockney there, didn't oh I? My God. I don't know what that was. So we're both actors and um, currently it? unemployed. So <laughs> you can hire us. Uh, my, my email address is jasontgaffney yeah, at gmail dot com. Maybe and, uh, maybe to play Americans, yeah. just hire us for that. Um, I I do deaf well. <laughs> what deaf? What? <laughs> Who? Um. So basically, in Maryland, they had yeah. an emu get loose. I don't know what happened to it. I didn't care enough to find out if it got captured. All right, well, that was good research. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not so a historian. I, that, that emu is still out there. It, prowling the streets it's of like, Maryland. It's like Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Emu foot. The Maryland emu. <laughs> They've named it Mamie. Mamie? Mamie. Oh, Mamie. Yeah. I was like, Mamie? Mamie emu. like it should be in Maine. No, no. Good old no. Mamie is down in Maryland again. <laughs> taking a vacation. <laughs> um, Mamie. Mamie the emu. <laughs> What like terrifying bird. <laughs> he ate my food and cut my face and he took a little turd. <laughs> right? So. <clears throat> wow. So I basically. Feel like I should applaud that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thing. I'll be here uh, all my life because it's yeah, my you house. Live here. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> anyway, so let's get back to Australia. So uh, you can imagine all these farmers are like, what the fuck? Yeah. There's all these birds. Yeah. And they're. But oh, that one I can do. What the fuck? <laughs> Can't, no, never mind. Thought that I could. was kind of like Aust- uh, Irish, What's Scottish. Uh, yeah, everything I do turns yeah. Irish, Scottish. Oh, right? I like uh, Irish, Scottish. I don't even know Oddish. You like Oddish? I do. I married an otter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they basically start complaining, right? And mm-hmm. George Pierce, the Minister for Defense in Australia, uh, basically starts understanding the plight of the farmers, mm-hmm. and and he starts saying like we've got to take care of this. And other people are like, it's just fucking birds, man. Like mm-hmm. let it go. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're stoners, but they're like let it go, man. It's just, it's just, <clears throat> just a fucking bunch of birds. Yeah, just, oh, that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe I can do Australian if I'm stoned. Oh, good. Just a fucking bunch of birds. <laughs> let them be birds, man. Just let them be birds. Now you're giving me the Beatles. Who doesn't like a falfa? <laughs> so, so he he quote, he's quoted saying, "Those who didn't live with the emu couldn't understand the damage they did." Mm-hmm. I mean, true. I, this is true. I don't true. know what kind of damage emu. Do. That's you know why that is. Why you've never lived with an emu? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. All this time, I thought I was living with an emu, but it's, it's just another man. Absolutely, the same is true for the emu. Oh, you yeah. cannot understand the damage of an emu until you have lived with one. <laughs> Oh my god. They're just relentless from oh what I've god. heard. Wash a dish! That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Wash something. Wash yourself. I don't care. I just You're just made up seventy five percent eyeliner now. <laughs> That's the only thing I have to live for. I'm done with you. <laughs> so uh Piers basically um sends uh, the army uh-huh. to go fight the emu. Oh, because they're f- all soldiers. Well, the farmers aren't allowed to fight oh. because now they're civilians. Oh. So the current army gets sent to fight the emus. Okay. Um, now this starts around October 1932. All right. 
And Pierce, uh, there there's been a lot of bad press about like all these vets go home. They're farmers now. The farming sucks. Like they it's don't really, know how to do it. They don't know how to do it. Yeah. There's a bunch of birds eating all their food. <laughs> it's just not it, what we thought it was going to be. <laughs> good. So he's like, it's not Anne of Green Gables. It's more like it's <laughs> it's like Larry of the cable brown. guy. No, no, it's just like Larry of of brown. Like desert crap. Like farming is not what I expected. Oh, Larry, good old Larry. He was a good man until the emu got him. Yep. When the emus turned cannibal, that's or when they when they when they got a hankering for for human meat, that's when things get real dark in this story. Yeah. So um, so he he sends them uh, to the army to help save mm-hmm. the the civilian mm-hmm. because he thinks it's going to be good press. Um, okay. So he also sends film crews and oh. and like he's like he's not doing it just for his motive, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like I, I'm think at this point I'm like okay here's some like bright side like they're gonna actually help the farmers like most of the time the country like the, whatever country is having a problem mm-hmm. and the poor people definitely send the military at it. Sure. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> no. <clears throat> but my thought is like, okay, so you've got all these people, they have a problem. Most of the time, the country's just like, well, you can do it. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe someday you'll survive, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or, or die. That's fine, too. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, country is this? I, it's like, that sounds like Luxembourg attitude to me. <laughs> <laughs> ben to Luxembourg? No, but it sounds like they're at it. Oh, well. I hope everything goes all right. When we finally go on tour in Luxembourg, they're going to be like, yeah. remember that time? Yeah, we, yeah, we care about things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are they French? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they are. Our accent game is on point. Really? So completely. He, um, oh, now mind you, while this is going on, the cities in Australia all start to protest the idea of this war with the emus. Okay. They're like, the emus are birds. They're on the the protected species list. How oh. dare you fucking go after these birds? Yeah. And the Australian government's like, no, they're they're a menace. A menace. Yeah. Um, what's what's the word? It's for the V. Um, violent. No. Well, <laughs> yes, they're violent, but they're like rats. They're varm varmints. Var varmints. Varmints. Var varmints. Yeah. Wrote, yeah. Yeah. Var- they're, they reclassified them as like that. I feel like that's okay. I guess it's the Western the varmints. Like yeah, it's like that that the the, the guy the cartoon oh, the, guy yeah, the car- the varmint. Get the over here, bugs! Yeah, the, I'm gonna shoot you. Right, yeah. the varmint. Whatever his very name. violent man. He had a he came from Australia. He had some PTSD of some sort. Yeah, World the, War One and the emus. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then he moved after the emu war, and he, he moved to the west where things were much. And calmer. then he got really mad about a rabbit. <laughs> I mean, there were rabbits eating these crops. I know. So, so this is where it started. We're getting the, we're getting the, the, the really emotional backstory of what's his name? Uh, it's not Longhorn. That's the bird one. Uh, no, that's Leghorn. Leg. Oh it's not God. Anyway, Longhorn. I'm gonna call him Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete. It's not I love that, Stinky that's Pete. Not his name, oh. Okay. So. The farmers basically said, fuck you to the cities, we're going to war. Mm-hmm. So the war starts, and it's October 1932. Okay. And uh, Major G.P.W. Meredith is who's leading the army. I like the name. I, it's like It sounds like the DWP has come to battle. Yeah, it does, yeah. Like, we're going to get you, Don't birds, worry, and save some like, water while we're at it. Except we're using fire hoses on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to use fire hoses, and we're going to shock them. Hi, I'm Meredith from the DWP. I'm here to <laughs> oh, take God. care of your emu problem. Oh, thank, they have been in the garden all day. I can take care of that for Okay, you. thank... I, just, I tried calling Time Warner. Oh, my gosh. It's a lot of them. Oh, my... You didn't know? It's 20,000. That's a lot. That's yeah. more than... Okay, uh, I'm going to come back between the hours of 4 and 8. Oh, great. So you are like Time Warner. Thanks, Meredith. Hi. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, the, the initial fight got delayed by rain, which basically broke the guns. Oh. Um, so they ended up starting restarting around November 2nd, 1932. Okay. Um, and they had machine guns with them. It's like, all right, we'll take two. Take two. <laughs> machine guns that, that fired about 300 rounds per minute. Oh. And oh. over 10,000 rounds of ammo. Oh. Yeah, they brought a lot of firepower to the fight against yeah. 20,000 birds. Yeah, like, sure. We well, gonna... that's a lot of birds. Let's be fair. Yeah. And they're probably fast. So, yes. Emu can run over 50 kilometers per hour. What's that? It's 50 kilometers per hour. Welcome to America, Jason. Okay, we don't do the metric system here. None of the sites. It makes total sense, and it's the only standardized measuring system, okay, but it's not the king's way. Okay. Okay. All right. So why don't you just take that back to Luxembourg where you found it? Okay. So... (laughs) 
I don't know. Anyway, it can run quickly. <laughs> can so run fifty quickly. kilometers an hour is like is like four thousand miles an hour. Probably. Okay. They're not as fast as a cheetah, but they're close. I did the conversion in my head real oh, quick. That's good. I don't do math. That's fine. Which is why, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, my husband does the math, and, right? Uh, and he's not. He's at work because he has a job like people do. Today's podcast is sponsored by my husband, who has a day job. Yay! Yay. Thanks, Matt. Um, so um, I also love the fact that they can run 50 kilometers per hour, and that Maryland articles like "Don't approach the emu, run away." I'm like, the bird's gonna catch you. Oh, it's a good point. Like, like if an emu really wants to get at you, like you should literally just hope just you don't drop die. whatever vegetables you have and, and yeah, then run and run. And if you don't have vegetables, I don't know, children. <laughs> It'll go after the slowest thing, mate. <laughs> What's that thing about the bear? You don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun whoever's with you. Yes. <laughs> it's been a great friendship. <laughs> Wait, you're just leaving me. Bye. <laughs> you just shoved me over. Oh, this sucks because you run all the time. I know. If we meet an army of emus, I'm the one that's going to go down. Oh, no. I'll, well, I'll, I'll drag you. That just got me greatly depressed. No. This is not the Great Depression. We did that already. Becoming that. Yeah. We'll just find someone else in the neighborhood and we'll get we'll knock on their door. Oh, there's a lot of slow people around here. We have a lot of old people in my neighborhood. Good. Who are nice people and don't necessarily deserve to be there. They've lived their life, is all I'm saying. Yeah, we have a lot more to give. Exactly. I have so much to do. Right. Yes. This is only episode one for God's sake. (laughs) We at least have another four thousand in the bank. I've been thinking about that, you know? I was like I was walking my dogs and I heard this weird sound the other day. Uh-huh. And I thought, what if I'm just in a drive-by shooting right now? Oh my and god! What they could Why say would you think that immediately? Like, what's that first? Oh, thought because in your my head? because my thoughts are very dark. And <laughs> and I thought I thought then the story that would be written would be like this. Oh, up this budding podcaster who might have had so much potential was murdered. Well, on his street was his dogs, Luke and Leia, uh-huh. that they ate his remains. Oh, wow. Okay, I mean, and I'm the dark, dark one. Yeah, well, you said, let's go dark. I'm... Luke and Leia would not eat my remains. Not right away. The, not, they I would mean, run away. Well, that's true, because you don't put the leash on your wrist like I do. Well, I'm paranoid. Yeah, well, that's because if I get murdered in the street in the middle of the night, I don't want to tether my dogs to my corpse. I'm sorry. <laughs> that makes me some kind of a weird person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to help make a new law where anytime someone dies, you have to tether their dog <laughs> to their corpse. This is, this is I mean, what happens. You sign up for a dog, you better not die. No, I, think I, of what you're going to do to that dog. I think we could spend our time on public matters of more importance, I feel. I don't know. We've got an <laughs> emu work to... So, okay. Okay. So, the, the first shots, they, they come across a whole bunch of them, right? Like, okay. there's like a thousand. Like, yeah, yeah. we're just going to mow them down. Uh-huh. And that's what everyone thinks, right? The first couple shots are fired, and the emu, like, fled. They scattered, They sure. basically scattered, and they run really fucking fast. Like you would if someone was shooting at you. Right. And so I found this great quote. The emu command had definitely... Uh, uh, I'm going to start this quote over, because okay. I just apparently had a brain shut down. Okay. A little aneurysm of my own. That's okay. Uh, so a do great... you smell toast? I do. <laughs> Every day of my life. Did you make toast? No. Oh, you're having a stroke. Uh, just a years-long stroke. Um, thanks, Obama. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the great quote is, The Emu Command had evidently ordered guerrilla tactics, huh. one writer quipped, as the military ended its first day with nearly nothing to show for their effort. Huh. The militia didn't totally disagree. The emu, they reported, were smarter than they'd imagined. Because they run away? The animals knew that hunting season had begun and they were adapting. Oh. Here's the thing. I love the fact that they're like the emu command. Like there's one the fucking emu command. Emu like, general like, emu. Everyone run. Yeah. Everyone run. Uh, nah. <laughs> and then all the emus are like, nah, of course. Nah, nah, nah. We're running. Sure. Nah, run <laughs> but they all get together and be like, I'm going to run southwest. You're going to run north-northwest. Yeah. You're going to run. Yeah. It's like a football play. Absolutely. You know, as, as much as I know football play. And plays. the hike is like when this shooting starts. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, <laughs> and hike. <laughs> God, the sound of that must have been just incredible. The shooting and the. <laughs> Can you imagine the farmers are just like, it's happening, we're finally being saved, mate? Uh-huh. And oh, then so they it's come the out. farmer shooting, right? No, it's oh, the it's army. The military. The military. Yeah, oh so the God. farmers are like, we're going to be saved. 
And then they go outside and they're like, there's no dead birds. So you get one, like, they, 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 they scatter and you can't catch up with any of them because it's like trying to shoot one fly in a swarm. So this is another okay. great quote. Okay. Each pack, so they, they, they moved into different little packs, okay. then, little groups. Like Each, raptors. Yeah, like raptors. Mm-hmm. Each pack seems to have a leader now, one oh. soldier reported. A big black plumed bird, which stands fully six feet high Whoa. and kept watch or keep watch while his mates carry out their work of destruction and warns of our approach. Wow. Wow. Oh, so they have, like, scout yeah. emus now. So now they're, like, fucking meerkats. They did get organized. Yeah, they got organized. Oh, my God. Yeah, they fully, they were, like, fuck. Oh, so who's a stupid raptor now? I huh? know. Uh, that's on me, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it is. I did research. <laughs> um, so then, uh, oh, and this is another fun thing. They basically started calling these birds tanks. Sure. Because, um, uh, so someone else said, uh, uh, Major Meredith said, um, the, the... Hi, I'm back. I know it's a little. I'm a little later than my window that I said I was gonna be. Sorry, it's nine thirty. Oh my god, I've been waiting all day. I'm sorry. How's the emu situation? It's gotten worse. They've scattered and they've formed little armies. Okay, I'm gonna go assess this, and then I'm gonna be back tomorrow oh between the god. hours Why? of noon and eight. Why are you giving me another window? All you right. showed up to see you then. Okay, bye. Thanks I for get... the update. Oh, bye. So Meredith said. Uh, they can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. Whoa. Um, because apparently the emu's feathers were so thick that the barrage didn't even penetrate the skin. What? Yeah, so they're basically machine they're gun They're armored <laughs> little raptored giant birds <laughs> with armor on them. They're like right. Batman. Right. And one of the, but like 20,000 of them. I know. Well, Holy yeah. Holy shit. So another soldier says, there's only one way to kill an emu. Shoot shoot him through the back of the head when his mouth is Execution closed. Execution style. <laughs> or, when his mouth is closed? Yeah. I don't know why that. Or through the front of his mouth when his mouth is open. That's how hard it is. What? And I'm like, why does the mouth need to be open for the back? Like, the head is pretty vulnerable. That is like, insane. You're... Like, don't you fire while his mouth is open. That's just rude. I don't... Yeah, that's mean. Well, you don't want whatever's going to come out of that mouth to be coming out. I don't understand. I, yeah. I don't... Oh, no. And, also, uh, how do you go... Well, the hardest part is how do you get them to line up and just be executed? I know. And they're, they're, they're like, no, we got our... No. Uh, we're in a little group, map. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, you get two of them to stand next to each other, and then, no. Um, so, basically, wow. that, so what happened is the press is watching this, mm-hmm. and they're like, this is a fucking catastrophe. And they, they, so basically, that's what killed the war. Basically, the bad press is like, no, this isn't working. Uh, they're, they're putting things in the paper, like, you know, only 20 birds were killed, <laughs> and they've got a fucking army it's here. It's fine, night. 19,980 left, that's all. Right, so basically the, the first war kind of ends, and they get recalled. Okay. But they, they the, um... Uh, so, oh, like, round one is done. Round one is over. Right. Well, round two, kind of, because of the delay of, of the rain delay. Right, well, and, and it didn't help that there was a Senator James uh, Guthrie, uh-huh. who opposed the plan from the beginning. He called it unnecessary cruelty, uh, and he wanted to find a more humane way to kill them. Exactly how? I, I don't know. He Drive was, them into the sea? I don't know. Like, at this point, like, the only way to kill him is clearly a gunshot to the back of the head. No shit. So, like... How do you kill Batman? I know. Yeah. You, you how don't. Do you kill, fine, if you do kill Batman, how do you kill 20,000 Batman? I know. Who are... they are. Who are now teaming up together to, to uh, and have a fucking six-foot-tall lookout. I am six-foot-one, and right. I am among the tallest of my friends, uh-huh. with the exception of you. You right. are taller than me. You're welcome. Um, thank you. You're welcome. I... We decided all we all got together and decided to keep you humble. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that you knew about me before. Mm-hmm. We knew that... I'm a plant. Oh, oh God. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is every time with my friends. <laughs> every time. <laughs> the mask comes off. I'm sorry, it's been years. <laughs> It's been like six fucking years. I can't believe I gave away my cover so easily. I know. Oh, God damn. That was dumb. I knew you were looking at me weird the first day of filming (laughs) when we met. (laughs) Trying to figure me out. Damn. So, um... So basically, the war ends, uh, and but then there's a second war that starts again. Uh, oh, oh! So mind you, during this time, uh, Meredith is like, "No, me and a few men, we're gonna stay and we're gonna protect the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna we're we're gonna stay Hi, against orders. We're gonna stay here. Hi, it's Meredith again from the DWP. Thank God! God damn it! Where have you been? I've been. We've been conferring very uh, at very high levels about okay. what we can do. Okay, great. So right, and the DWP is here for you. Okay, great. So we're gonna stay here, and now you come back between the hours of 7 and 10 Wait, tomorrow. Why do I in have to come weeks. back? In two you come weeks. back in two weeks. Why do I have to? Is this my house? We're going to stay here and live here now? 
we're, we're going to eminent domain your land because of the emus that we gave you to get mm-hmm. rid of you in the first place. Here's when you a got letter home. from the DWP that explains everything. <laughs> so, so basically, um, they have a second wave on the thirteenth uh, of November, and this time, of the, what year? This, uh, the, same year. It's thirty-two. Okay. So the yeah. army uh, has. This time it, it, it's better. Mm-hmm. This time they actually oh. kill more birds. Okay, they're getting better. Um, I'm 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 not happy about that. Sort of, they they, <clears throat> they did not do well though. So they they fired like ten thousand rounds. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and be definitely on the side of the birds for this one. Oh, I'm totally on the side of the birds. Okay, great. Yeah, oh, then I mean, I'll take the uh, I'll take the other side then, just oh, to be contrarian. Oh, okay. Fuck you, birds. Oh God, <laughs> they just want to. <laughs> okay, so so uh, they fired ten thousand rounds. Uh, and for every ten rounds, one bird died. Ten? Every ten shots fired. It took ten shots to kill one bird. Okay. Um, now, like, I understand pest problems. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I take great pride in my, in my home and mm-hmm. my, um, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm all up on that sin. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, pride, that's my bitch. Okay. Um, now, <laughs> so... <laughs> It likes it too. It's like, yeah, give it to me. Wow. Like, yeah, so I, lust I, also, we got that in there. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. I'm much more about sloth myself. Yeah, you're a sloth. Mm-hmm. I love sloth. I'm not so... a sloth. I'm just. Uh, I'm, not, I'm into sloth. Explains why you're cute. You're a little sloth. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm a fucking crazy person who chases squirrels <laughs> off my head. Prideful, lustful, fucking <laughs> whatever this is. But, no, and this—that's no joke with the squirrels. <laughs> I actually, um, it, if you ever are lucky enough to be in my house with me during the day uh, in a living room and a squirrel is spotted in the backyard. I have been known to get up and go outside and, and literally chase the squirrel to the edge of my property to get them to leave because mm-hmm. I have a neighbor who, and I love animals. Animals are cool. I'm all about it. Squirrels aren't animals, okay? <laughs> They're devils. Uh, close. But basically, that the, my neighbor gives the squirrels um, peanuts. Oh. And... Uh, which is a big problem in the neighborhood because we have um, children in the neighborhood that are allergic to peanuts, uh-huh. and so the and when they so when they eat the squirrels, sure, I know it's terrible. Well, the they squir- could die. The squirrels come to the neighborhood. Yeah. They, well, they come to get the peanut. They go to other people's yards. They don't eat it in the yard with a peanut guy. They go to other yards. Mm-hmm. They break open the peanuts. Mm-hmm. They dig a hole, they eat the peanuts, they leave the shells. The kids that are allergic to the peanuts, if they go near the shells... Oh, this is a whole thing. Yeah, this is a thing. Wow. And it's been and it's been like an ongoing like argument. Uh-huh. And, and what makes... I'm, you know what you gotta do? It's not a really it's not really a squirrel problem. You need to kill that guy. I, no, I'm not gonna kill a you guy. You need to kill that guy. He's not an emu. I know he's not an emu, but he's spreading, you know, pestilence of some this kind. We're only in an emu war. <laughs> oh, fine, fine. All right. But, Why are you talking about squirrels all the time, then? Well, no, I'm just I'm empathizing with the farmers. Oh, I see. Like it, okay. it's like I'm, my problem's tiny compared to the emus. Like the squirrel digs a hole, and it annoys me because I didn't want a fucking hole there with a peanut shell in it. That's sure, empty. Sure. These emus are like, I'm gonna eat all your food. Yeah, that's, that's more ruin that's your worse. life that's and worse. maybe kill you because also it's the Great Depression and you live in the desert. Yeah, right. So, so whatever you do have, I'm gonna eat. So the second round, okay, okay goes better. We, me, and the audience listening, we all agree that those people have it worse than you. Gonna gonna get some eyeliner after this because <laughs> uh, feeling really. <laughs> what's the point? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody cares about my squirrel problem. <laughs> it's not that nobody cares. It's or, just that I don't care. That's my on. <laughs> pride and <laughs> that you don't care. Well, you're a plant. You never cared anywhere. So, anyway, so. Uh, irony. I love plants, and here I am living with one. Right. You're a gardener, <laughs> and uh, you you just don't like the human plants. Yeah. So, okay. So, basically, they the round two was better. They killed around 980 emu of the 20,000. That's, that's, all right, it's better than 20, sure. Yeah, but, it, you know, 20,000, 1,000 down, like, that's not nothing. No. But. It's tw- it's one it's one twentieth of the popular problem. That's good math. Thanks. I just did that on, on the top of my head, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, so they, they had a call. The birds ran away. They were what? scared. They had a cold? A co- no, a cold. Who had a cold? <laughs> the emus are like. Okay, our forces are dwindling, and I've oh, got a cold. This Achoo. whole story—that's <laughs> the emu sneezing. But I think that this whole story is where the bird flu came from. Is that right? No. Oh, I wish it was. Me too. Because then it would tie everything in the world together. Oh. oh. So they had a cull, a like a cull, culling, a cull. Okay. My pronunciation at times can be quite questionable. But that's what I'm here for. And that's why I'm an actor. Hire me with my good enunciation. <laughs> the rain in Spain stays mainly. I'm like my fair lady. Oh, you couldn't even finish that line. We don't own it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
so the uh, rain and stains in my eyes. <laughs> that hole is that big that there's like a pool in it now. and a, a a plane in Spain. <laughs> there's Spaniards in my ass. <laughs> Just another day in the Gaffney household. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> so off the rail. So, despite the problem encountered with the call. Right, like the emu war. The, 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 the farmers right. of the, re- the region once again requested military assistance in 1934, uh-huh. 1943, oh. and 1948. Oh, so this is not a problem that just went away after we killed a thousand of them. Only to be turned down by the government. Sure. This sure. time they're, they're like, like... We're not going back there. We're not doing yeah. that. Hi, hi, it's Meredith. Hi, hi. Meredith. Thank God you're here. Thanks, Thanks for calling. I really appreciate the call. Yeah. Um, actually, we're going to be there... Uh, at your place with guns, okay? Oh, we'll thank God, that's great. Anytime between 1955 and 1968, that, okay? Decades thank away. Thank you so much that, for calling. What? No! So, <laughs> what, they, what the government ended up doing was uh, issuing a bounty system. Uh, in, it, it had started in 1923, but they were like, we're going to really do it now as mm-hmm. I don't know why it took them a so long. A bounty system. Yeah, so basically uh, Have you seen this bird? Have you seen <laughs> 15,000? It's like, they're all the same bird. Well, is it Doug the Bounty Hunter? What's his name? Dog? Dog the yeah, Bounty dog. Hunter. He's like, I got He's a show dog for you. <laughs> I'm gonna kill these birds, mate. Is he Australian? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, is he just Southern? I think you're conflating him and Steve Irwin. Oh. The Crocodile Hunter. Oh, we birds are beautiful. <laughs> Also, Crocodile Hunter was not the bounty hunter. He did not, they didn't, like, turn them in for fucking, like, bounty money. Look out, you croc! I'm gonna get you for stealing those but, jewels, no, you no, croc! Steve, no, no, we want to kill the birds! Right. And, but the birds, not the crocodiles. And the crocodiles are eating the birds, mate. Oh, good, then, that's fine. We're gonna kill that. that croc! No, 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 don't kill the croc! If he's killing the birds, we're good with it. So, this proved to be uh, effective. Oh. As 57. 1,034 bounties were claimed over a six-month period by the farmers. The farmers were basically given guns now and and told, you can now fight. Oh. And for every beak that they gave to the government, they'd get money. Where are those beaks now? I want to see. I don't know I where the beaks are. I want like. Yeah, have you ever been to the La Brea Tar Pits? Like a uh, medallion, like chain of beaks. Just, uh, I think I weigh you down. It's like a really chesty woman who <clears throat> has to get breast reduction surgery because her back's fucked up. Mm-hmm. If you wear all those just, beaks, just it's like the wear same. fewer beaks. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, I don't think it raises to the level of, of surgery. My favorite thing, uh, that I used to tap dance with this uh, this woman who was larger, mm-hmm. and she was amazing tap dancer, but whenever we would do jumps, she would um, basically put her arms over her chest to oh. keep her breasts from bouncing, to, oh, wow. to keep it from hurting. And, I, and I, I, had, I didn't have a concept of that until after one time I did push-ups and then went for a run, and my pecs were a little more uh, swollen at the moment, mm-hmm. and they started bouncing, and I was like, this kind of hurts. And mm-hmm. I was like, I get it. I, get, I barely get it, but now, I get now, it. Now you understand the plight of, of a big, a woman. big-breasted woman. Yes. All right. Exactly. Never say that again. <laughs> Oh my god. I, uh, yeah. We're real sensitive people. Yeah, no, we're doing great. That's so. <laughs> I'm ashamed of what I've just said. Well, yeah, you should, be. You, should. you should be. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. uh, I, I empathize a little more, basically, what I'm getting at. I, it, I, it, I know it sucks, and I get that it really. Anyway, so these birds, <laughs> uh, their beaks are getting brought to the government. Sure. And uh, how much was the bounty? You know, I did not. I did not look that up. I that part, seems, I but worth it though. It seems. Yeah. I, uh, but this is a great quote that uh, after the war that mm-hmm. Meredith said. Okay. Um, <laughs> if, Hi, it's Meredith. Are you recording? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'd like to give you this quote. Yeah. Um, if we had a military division, we at the DWP had a military division with the bullet carrying capacity of these birds, it would face any army in the world. They can fake. They they can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. I don't feel like I want to read that. You next need to one. read the last. Part. I, don't, I feel like it's horribly racist, but okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm still Meredith now, and definitely not Kevin. <laughs> they are like Zulus, who whom even Dum Dum, <laughs> the ones that expand upon impact, could not stop. So I don't understand. All right, I'm retiring now. <laughs> Meredith resigned from racism later that. That's right. That she was know. discovered to be a terrible racist. And <laughs> so she, she she left Trump's cabinet. She Paula Deaned herself. <laughs> 
Oh my god! She, she went was talking to about Zulus. Oh. Yeah. So what I don't understand is why that needed to come up. It's like if the birds being tanks is enough. You don't need to then describe them as a. You yeah, know, you chose this quote. Okay. I, no, I did. I chose it on purpose because I just wanted to show how racist everyone was oh, as well. Like Great. back then, so they're killing a bunch of birds and they're racist at the same time. So, yeah, like, no. I wonder if it's not just a bird war. If well, the birds like were a, black. A race. I know they. They also talk about how black the birds were. Remember? Really? Yeah. Yeah. The one soldier's like their leader, the right. the black plumed bird, yep. six feet tall, scary monster. I'm like, okay, bitch. It's a giant bird. Yeah. That's all you need to say. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, racist Australian farmers, yeah, and uh, you know, speciesist too, and species, yeah. Mm-hmm. The birds are like, fuck these guys. A black <laughs> bird gets no respect in Western Australia I at know. this time. Is what we're learning. Uh, so, what ended up officially ending the kind of like, so the war was declared a loss basically for the humans. It's like the one time in human history <laughs> that we've lost compared to another animal. Like, we just gave up. We were like, fuck this. They've got guerrilla tactics. We're done. And they're birds, which and they're, is ironic. Yeah, so. <laughs> gorilla with which a It's crazy because we're actually, like, we didn't lose against the gorillas. Oh, God, that's terrible. Probably because they were displaying emu tactics. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were just. When you see a gorilla going, <laughs> that's extremely scary. You should run. Yeah. Um, mind you, from what I had read, emus were pretty tame beforehand like they were like until you start shooting at them, i know sure. but then they were like fuck this shit they learned so what ended up finally saving the crops and everything was mm-hmm. they just made better fences this whole time they could have spent all that money on better fences yeah um which great also but the second round mm-hmm. they were like it was a success we killed a thousand emu mm-hmm. and the papers were like good job we don't care anymore mm-hmm. we've moved on we've moved so all the good press that was supposedly going to happen right. from it, they're um, like, they're like, no, we completely lost this war. Yeah, it was we being humans. Yeah, okay, not America doesn't give a shit. That's fantastic. No, well, no, but good job with your lost war, bitch. Oh man, Australia. Wow. So fences was the answer. Yep. Sorry, we tried. We tried machine guns. Yep. And we tried rifles, and we tried, I think, a water hose at one point, and yep. Uh, Fences was the answer. Yeah, it turns out Meredith was the biggest waste of time. Uh, hi, yeah, no, I retired, so I'm sorry, I can't give you a quote. <laughs> so here's the thing, I, I, the only thing I struggled with this is trying to find the bright side of what this is. Oh this, yeah, it was a whole experience because like, well, let's get to it. That was the emu war, right? Yeah. So so like we've fences got fences was the answer. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing that they're fighting these birds, uh-huh. and I'm like. I mean, I guess no humans were lost, but I, I don't know if that's a bright side here because they were pretty awful. Well, yeah, it would seem like if you had lost some humans, it wouldn't be a giant loss to the, to the species. Right, right, it's like... Maybe fence technology. But I don't know if that's what caused the fences to become better. Like, no one talks about, like, it... it... I feel like it did. Like, what else would, ha- would it have been? I think fences were made better elsewhere, and they were just like, oh, look, they've made better fences. Why don't we do that instead of shooting them? So... Is the bright side that we live in better harmony with our emu uh, brethren now? I mean, this isn't like Avatar. We didn't suddenly learn the error of our ways. Ooh, do they speak Navi? <laughs> I hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming. I see you. <laughs> Isn't so, that the quote they say in the movie? I maybe. I see you. Sure. I feel you. Maybe. Yes. If they feel you, that's... I'm tapped into a tree. No means no, emu. <laughs> Don't feel me. So what is the bright side? I mean, honestly, humanity could stand to be a little more fucking humble at times. So I maybe like the it. fact that we got humbled? You know what? I think maybe the bright side is, is that years later, a couple people would get into a room and make fun of these assholes. <laughs> for some Racist time. assholes. Racist assholes. No, no question about that. And we can definitely poke fun at it and have fun with it, right? Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, you know, we can we can look at we can look at our history and uh, and uh, not repeat it. I think we also learned don't use fucking machine guns to call animals mm-hmm. because they will learn mm-hmm. to run away. And how uh, how do you how are you taking care of the squirrels? Is is what is what everyone at home is desperate to know. I'm I just chase them. Although uh-huh. the the fresh probably look insane. I do look insane. For those listening, uh, Jason T. Gaffney is also known as the Naked Gardener. So, <laughs> if a squirrel shows up in his yard and he's currently naked gardening at the time, he probably looks like an insane I person. I mean, the dick is just flopping everywhere. It's not... It hurts. Similarly now, to like, exactly, now, a big-breasted woman exactly. bouncing around. Okay. Oh, gosh. We all so feel for you with your giant pecs and your big floppy dick. God, <laughs> what a struggle you must be going through in your life. 
The dick isn't getting it. It's the balls. Lord Almighty, are you looking for, like, sympathy or something from people? I mean, what is the end game of that quote? Here's the thing, though. The squirrels have learned that I won't follow through. So they've started to stand like, their ground. They've started to stand their ground, and I've started to back off. I'm losing the war. <laughs> All right, so we have learned nothing. We've learned that animals will you always win. You haven't tried guns, though. I don't want yeah. to try guns. Why not? I don't like shooting things. Okay, so you, are you okay? So what are you gonna do? I I mean, I threw a flip flop at one. Oh, and I didn't throw it at it, Peta. I did not throw it at it. I threw it near it to startle it because I'd read if a loud sound or movement goes near a squirrel, it'll freak out and run away. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, the flip flop bounced and and it ran and the squirrel ran into the flip flop. Well, so, that'll learn him. Well. He ran away and then started yelling at me. So. And when you say PETA, you're you're referencing the people for the ethical treatment of animals, yes. not the Josh Hutcherson character in The Hunger Games. Or the bread. Who also showed up, weirdly, <laughs> you, during you, the emu war. Well, next time you could throw PETA at uh, I think the if PETA I bread throw at bread the, at the squirrel, oh, they'll probably eat it, yeah. The, the, here's the thing. I had a bird feeder for a very brief time mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in, in my backyard, and um, about, like... A thousand birds showed up, mm-hmm. and I did not know this was going to happen. I knew I knew birds would come, but I didn't realize that mm-hmm. like nobody else had birds. Were they emus? No. <laughs> <laughs> Emu feeder? Just like twenty thousand emus are in your backyard? No, it was. <laughs> I hear you have a bird feeder. <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're out of food. <laughs> eat his eat his bougainvillea. Yeah. I'll show him. Maybe the emus could start to eat the squirrels. They're not oh carnivorous, God. though, are they? I wish. Mm. So, I don't know, we'd get a bunch of them and be like, oh, wild. I saw some coyotes. Oh, yeah, you there. really want that for, like, game nights. And that's my army of emus in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Luke and Leia would scare them off. Luke and Leia, my dogs. Yeah. Yeah. They would be like, oh, yeah. They would, the emus would be like, we own this. And their dogs would be like, no, you don't. And the emu would be like, no, we're we sorry. We're, I'm bad. I'm so, bad. yeah, my husband and I have two uh, wonderful, horrible dogs, and they are Luke and Leia. And uh, whenever they come over to Jason and Matt's house, uh, they are so thrilled to have a backyard. And they go to where the the squirrels are climbing in the trees, and they just stare. It, I'm not saying that Luke and Leia are two of my favorite creatures on this planet, but based on their side of the war with the squirrels, mm-hmm. they're basically my favorite two creatures on this planet. Yeah, well, there you go. So fences and dogs, that's what we learned. Although, here's the thing. If a dog were to go after an emu, I don't think the dog would win. No. Like, I really think that emu would be like, oh, what? I, I can think many dogs would bullet. go after an emu. Yeah, and it's, it's fucking six it's, foot tall. Right, it's like a dachshund against Batman. <laughs> That's not good odds. It's like, hey, hey, you, off, off. <laughs> Get off my lawn, Batman. And it's like, oh, I'm the English darkness down, yeah. of the night with my eyeliner. <laughs> emu, emo emus. That's great. Okay. Uh, wonderful. So I guess we have, uh, we've looked into the emu war now, right? Yeah. Thanks for uh, joining us for episode one of uh, The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. And if you have any historical inaccuracies, I don't really care. No. So you can write to me or you can write to Dick Cheney complaining about this. Those are your two options. Neither one of us will care. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you've been entertained, though. Yeah. That I do care about. That we do. That we do care about, yeah. So, uh... Please don't send hate mail about our entertainment at all. I'll just have to buy all the eyeliner. Or do. We don't care. Yeah. Uh, All right. Have a wonderful day. We hope you find your bright side. (laughs) We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J, and on Facebook at The Brightside with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.